1: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Now
2: let's get this party
1: started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
3: Oh, we're gonna do it again, huh? Alright. Okay. Drop that. Down the avenue. Yeah. Alright, welcome into hour three of two pros and a cup of joe. I'm LeVar Arrington. My guys, Brady Quinn and Jonas Knox, are taking the day off. That's okay. We keep this party going, and we've kept the party going right with my man, Jeff Schwartz, who's sitting in. Uh, Man, just a consummate professional, super dope dude, played in the game. So, it actually is still two pros, um, you know, taking the microphone this morning. So, shots out to that. And, yes – we are broadcasting live from tirerack.com studios. Yes, tirerack.com. Yeah, they'll help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tirerack.com, the way tire sh- uh, excuse me, tire buying should be. All right, uh, Jeff. Jeff the finals, man. We got we got a lot to get to. I mean, we'll touch on some AB AB Cam. Where where does this connection come from? Antonio Brown and Cam Newton. We'll get to that uh, pretty soon. Uh, we got some things that we'll jump on you, you in or out. It's going to round out the end of the show. But let's jump back into the the NBA Finals. Uh, it was an interesting game, if you ask me. The the Denver Nuggets were able to dominate. In my, in my estimation, the, the Miami Heat. And, well, coming out of the game, Jeff, this is what uh, Coach Eric Spolstra had to say. It's not always going to happen perfectly. It's not always going to happen based on the scheme. Uh, that's the nature of our team is we find a way to compete and overcome whatever it is. Uh, and we need a lot more of that uh, you know, in game two. How are they going to overcome this adverse situation that they find. It's a daunting task to be able to beat this Denver Nuggets team when they're fully healthy. What what was your takeaway from last night's game?
2: Um, my takeaway was it was probably foolish for Miami to expect their role players to continue shooting at the level they were shooting at in the last series, right? Um, a lot of players – That you kind of had X amount of points during the season, averaged X amount of three-point shooting percentage, played way better than that in big portions of the playoffs. And now you're on the road after Game 7 in Denver, a very tough place to play, and their role players, to no surprise in my opinion, I I bet on this game exactly the way I thought it would go, um, did not play as well, right? Uh, Martin, three points, who was a hero. And you could easily argue he should have been the MVP MVP. of the Eastern Conference Finals, right? Absolutely. Um, Caleb Martin, uh, three points in this game, right? Max Struess, 0 for 10 shooting, zero points. And he didn't get the foul line in this game, zero points. Even Butler, only 13 points. The Heat shot two foul shots the entire game. They were not aggressive enough on, on offense. Now, I think Denver played great on defense. Their length really um, – they're just a longer team than Miami, right? So when they're when they're out guarding on the wings, when they're out guarding the paint, it's tough for Miami to find easier shots. Now, they, they missed open shots as well. Um, but just the length of Denver, I think, really is a concern for Miami. And Denver, I would say 104 points. They didn't play their best game, and, and they still were able to win this game fairly easy. I, I don't know what the adjustments are going to be for Miami. Other than I hope our shots go down. Obviously, getting to the paint and trying to find yourself some some free shots to the foul line is a way that I certainly think they're going to try in game two. Jimmy Butler should be better. You know, superstars tend to have a, a bounce back from a, a poorish game in the in in the following game. But I can make the case that that you know that that Murray will play a little bit better the the, the the joker will play a little bit better that kind of the the role players the Caldwell Pope points. yeah like, as I say that's like the they're big gonna one play better in game two so I don't know how Miami makes up the scoring difference LaVar like like that I don't to me think is they like,
3: can I, I don't think they can either I don't think they can and and you know the, the to look at last night you know one thing that really jumped out at me were the matchups like the the whole you know the the way the defense was rotating for for Miami it was creating so many mismatches yes uh, and 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 the mismatches were were glaring and and you saw what they were able to do and that's why they were able to to bang it in on down low and, and be able to get those points i just don't see how i just don't see how they're able to to stop it I, I just don't. I think this team is way too athletic. They're way too balanced. And to add insult to injury, if that wasn't enough, you you got a great a great court general in Caldwell Pope, and and you got a great super general in and yeah. and Jokic. I mean his his ability to see the court to distribute the ball. Uh, to the right guy not just distribute the ball but he's distributing the ball to the right guy yep and they're playing with so much confidence this just seems like this I I I hate to be the guy that says it but it just seems like this could be a snoozer of of a a finals um, if, if you're asking me
2: I I, look the the Nuggets only finished I think with like forty six points in the paint, even though it felt like they, to your point, they got a lot more because early on it was I think eighteen of the first twenty four points, especially a big portion that was Aaron Gordon inside. I mean Aaron Gordon, there is no one to guard him on Miami. (laughs) They don't have like Bam is on is on Joker. Like you don't have someone else that can guard Gordon down low or Porter Junior down low. There is again their their length and um, it's just a bad matchup for the Heat. Um, Yeah. And you know, you can try to physical them, you can try to be more physical. But again, you can you can the Heat can try to be more physical, but the length again, like I don't know how you, you,
3: they're, you not get that. they're not going to out physical Denver. They're, they're not.
2: Going, I know but they're going to try in Game Two. I don't think they're going to yeah, do it. I don't they're think going they're going, they're going, to, going to be able to do that. Um, it, it's just it's a difficult match. I also think that we we rightfully give Eric Spoelstra the Heat coach all the credit. He's a fantastic coach. I don't think Mike Malone for Denver gets that credit and yeah, I think he should because the game plan last night and the game plan the entire postseason was fabulous. Yes, like it was. we're bigger than them. Let's establish that down low early in the game and set a tone that we are we're the monsters in this game, right? Like we are we're the big team, we're the physical team. Let's make Miami feel that early on. And they used Joker and they had six assists in the first, in the first quarter. Uh, they used him to kind of be the focal point as usual. But also, I think really the equalizer is Joker, right? When, when things start going poorly for Denver, they throw the ball to him and he makes magic, right? How many other teams have that? I mean, Butler is that guy for Miami. It didn't happen last night, though. Every game, you give the ball to number 15 and he's going to throw it to someone who's open or create his own shot or get to the lane and... And no one else has that in this series. They have they have the equalizer in the player that can do all of this, Lavar.
3: Yeah, and they shot well. You know, this only works if when you distribute the ball, they're shooting the ball well. I, I thought the contested shots of of Miami uh, just just it was just really really stepped up defense. They they were playing hard. Um, if if Miami can find their shot, they can find the bottom of of the net. It, it does become a more competitive, you know, game. I just don't know how competitive that game becomes. I think Bam is the one that is built for this this series um, because of his length and because yes. he can score. You know, he, he was able to hit, you know, a little mid-range jumper. He was able to do a few things. Um, yeah. and, and he was aggressive. He was active going up against Jokic uh, yep. when when they were, were out there. I just don't – if you're able to neutralize Jimmy Butler – and you say, okay, Bam has to be a, a Bayou has to be the one that beats us. I just I think that it's it's probably not you don't need the most sophisticated game plan. Do what we do best and make sure that it's not Jimmy Butler who's beating us.
2: I think they would be totally happy with a bunch of two point baskets being made by the Heat, right? Um it's it's limiting those three points They did last night. Now I would imagine that the Caleb Martin Struess and Duncan Robinson, um, who combined to go, what, they were one, they made, uh, those three players made uh, two whole three-pointers between them um, in uh, in, uh, 14 attempts, so two of 14. Um, You know, obviously... Not not great. to be two of sixteen between those three players. Um, I would imagine that's better in game two. So I think the Heat. I think the Heat will keep this game close. A little while. Like if, if the spread is to get eight points,
3: okay.
2: I think the Heat actually cover the eight points in okay. game two. Oh,
3: all
2: right, I, but I think Denver still wins. All right. Um, the but to your point though, like if Denver plays better offensively, they only had twenty points in the third quarter. I'm assuming the fourth quarter. Like you know, they get to thirty. Um, and they they don't they win that game going away in game two as well. So um, Denver's going to take this series. Miami can make it close in game two. I think. I think game three they'll play better at home as typically happens. The, the role players and, and Nuggets have not been great on the road in the postseason. Not as good on the road in the postseason. Um, but game two, I, I'm, I'm taking the Nuggets again. I think it's closer. But Miami's just—it's just—they're it's just, not as good, and that's okay. They're just not as, good. It's not as good.
3: They're just not as good. And you know what's crazy? You know who was really good—the Boston Celtics—and they allowed the culture of Miami to overtake them in in the series. So my my—I I would say the one thing that interests me is can that culture become a factor in this series? That's probably no. my biggest question.
2: Because no, because. Denver, I mean, you're not going to out-tough. You're not going to out-tough,
3: out-tough You're him. not going to
2: out-tough like You're not going to out-tough that kid. No. You're not going to out-tough him. Um,
3: you're just not. Like, you're the not rest gonna, of you, that team, they played pretty damn tough too. Like, no, I, exactly. Gordon comes like, in it, with his bullying type of style. Like There's some tough dudes on that team. Yes, but, but it has to start with your superstar, right? Truth. And you know,
2: I don't know if, if Tatum – for Boston sort of has that physical kind of toughness quite like Joker does, right? Mm. I mean, I think mean, it's fair to say. Tone not setter. No, nah, he's tater. not
3: a tone setter.
2: Um, and so when you have a guy who sets the tone physically for you, you know how this is, even in, in all sports, right? If you, if you have a physical tone, if you're a leader on offense or defense in any sport, baseball is a little different, obviously, any physical sport, if that person is, is, a, is a butt kicker, like – you're going to be that way, right? It's going to be sure. what you are as a team, and, and Joker is that. Like no one, no one is is going to out tough Denver, and so that culture that Miami has, which is fabulous, they can't impose their will physically on Denver like like, like they could against uh, 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 against Boston. So they're just not as good, and that yeah. sometimes happens in sports. You, you get to a point where, and it happens a lot in sports that have these long series, right? Where, you, where a team gets hot. And they and they make a run, and then you get to the finals, and you realize like, oh yeah, we're not we're not that we're not that good, <laughs> right? <laughs> like it's just, it's the way it is, which huh? is
3: hella good to be able to make it as far as they have, absolutely. But, and they but all the, the, the well might have the, the milk might have gone bad in this one for them. So we'll see how it continues on. But you know, it is what it is, right? That's my man Jeff Schwartz coming up next on Two Pros and a Cup of Joe live from the tyrack.com studios. We're gonna talk a little Cam Newton. Is he making a comeback? But not the type of comeback that you were thinking. We'll give you those details and more on the other side of this break. You're listening to Two Pros and a Cup of Joe.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
4: That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
3: It's two pros and a cup of joe. All right. Coming to you from the tire wreck com studios if you missed anything just make sure you check us out wherever it is that you get your podcast from all right you can listen live on the fox dot com the iHeartRadio radio app and sirius xm make sure you check us out you could get jeff schwartz at g-e-o-f-f that's two f's if you're nasty schwartz on twitter and i'm lavar errington at twitter as well but you don't need to really at me but you can at jeff though if you want to all right uh by the way jeff uh speeding up speaking of adding uh our guy lead Delap lap has an interesting story uh about antonio brown well Seems as though he was adding Cam Newton, huh? Is that that how this thing went, Lee?
5: Yeah, lots to unpack here. Of course, Antonio Brown teasing the fans a week or two ago that he would be suiting up and playing for his his Albany Empire. You could actually say his Albany Empire because he's a part owner. Of the team, of course, he let fans down not showing up, even though they Sunker. yeah, even though I think they sold four thousand tickets more for that game than they had the week before. Hmm. Um, so letting fans down there, but he was quick to go to Twitter and let me read it off here for you, saying, "If anybody sees Cam Newton, let him know he hasn't thrown me a touchdown in a game yet, and now we finally can make it happen." Albany Empire six sixteen twenty three in Albany. I think he got the date wrong. He was off a day there. I'm offering Cam one hundred fifty k. For one game, please, to play with me. Spam his account, everybody. Mm. So well, that's the update. He's well, looking for Cam uh, Newton to play one game next week for 150000
3: Go ahead, Jeff. Go ahead. Have a stab at it. I mean, I, I
2: don't even know where to begin on this. Um... He didn't show up for his first game. What, what's going to make you think he'll show up? Did he have the money to pay one fifty for one game? He ain't going to make that much money in ticket sales.
3: That's what I was about to say. First things first is, <laughs> where's the one fifty coming from that he's paying Cam for this one game? That that would be my first question. That that would be where my starting point is. Also, obviously,
2: Cam's not going to do this.
3: Okay, um, then that's my second point. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell would Cam Newton be wanting to do with with this situation? Unless Why he's bored. would he do that?
2: And I don't think he needs the money. Cam's invested well. It's not, he, he's not broke. I mean, if you're if you're broke, yeah, give me the one hundred and fifty. Go play a game. I, I'm, I'm in. But Cam's not broke. He doesn't need the money. So. Um and you know he mentioned wanting to play a couple months ago when his brother had the pro day at Auburn, right? And he was there helping out and whatnot. But um, you know I don't I don't think this is what he had in mind as uh, uh, playing in uh, uh, what's it Arena League in Albany.
3: It's Arena um, League.
2: Yeah, uh, it's not even Arena One though, right? It's just like a it's just a, so I it's two, I, don't think yeah. had, I don't think had Cam had Cam had this in mind uh, for his his return to to football.
3: Yeah, I, I would have to concur with that. In fact, I mean, I, I guess this is kind of a uh, a ploy. You know, Ab has as for better or for worse, he has done an excellent job of becoming a a, a social media uh, personality, thing a uh, person that people are very interested in what he's doing, what he has to say, and I think that this falls in line with that. Um, Maybe not one of those stories to take too seriously in terms of you know taking yourself too seriously as as Cam Newton or whatever it may be I thought it was pretty pretty funny more than anything else but I, I think I think when you think about cam and where he's at I just wonder how realistic is it that he gets back into the league like that would be my question to you yeah. Jeff
2: well okay so the the when we talk about topics like like where quarterbacks are going to play, right, and, and what of their potential to get back in the league and whatnot, you have to think about what, what type of job Cam is up for, right? So it, Cam's not coming back to be a backup, all right? He's not up for a backup job. Like we talked earlier about Sam Howell with the Commanders, right? Wouldn't it be great if Cam Moon was there to back him up, right? Like if Sam doesn't work, you put Cam in, right? But Cam's not signing up for a backup job. That's not what he – and personally, I don't think he should. I don't think he should ever play anywhere, sign a veteran minimum backup deal, right? Like just with, with, high, with high incentives because he has not been a backup in his career. He has been the starter everywhere he's ever played. He's had a lot of success anytime he's ever played, anywhere he's ever played, junior college, Auburn, NFL. He should not accept a backup job. So you have to think, LeVar, where are the starting options for him? There are no starting options for him in the NFL. Right. So he's not going to have a job, um, which I don't know. Again, I don't know how serious he is about wanting a job. I know he said it and whatnot. He's working out. He's throwing all those things. But um, he's, in my opinion, he should only take a starter job in the NFL. And right now, there are no spots for him. Now, the, the question is, well, is he better than anyone else? Yeah, is he better than some quarterbacks? I, I would think so. But you know, if you're Arizona – you're trying to be bad this year. You don't want Cam Newton, right? If you're another you know, if other team, like, you're – You still might so, be
3: bad with Cam Newton with that well, that organization fair right enough. now, though.
2: <laughs> but, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, your Cam doesn't fit what you want to do. Um, and I think that's where we're at. Like, I, I don't think Cam is going to play this year. Um, I, I just – Do I you don't think do he happening. plays ever? No, he's he's, done. You think he's, had he's a, done. He's he's had a career, man. He's, he has had a he's career. The MVP. Um, you know, he, he had a bunch of shoulder surgeries. Like that's what happens when you get older. You 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 have surgeries and you don't play as well. I I, I went through that. I'm sure he went through that. Like that's part of the NFL career cycle for players. Absolutely. Um, and it's okay. I, I'm sure you know. It, it's hard when you. It's hard when you end your career being injured, which is actually how yeah, most of us end our careers. Um, but when you still think you have something left, like Cam is in an insanely good shape, right? Like he probably feels great. Um, and a lot of us want to retire on our own terms um, and not go out being injured. And so I think it's hard for players when they feel like, OK, I still mentally and, and probably mostly physically have three or four or five years left in me. But my body kind of. Uh, betrayed me right (laughs) in a sense and i think cam probably is going through a little bit like he's young he can still quarterbacks are playing till the late 30s now but his body his shoulder does can't do it anymore and um that that just is life of nfl player your body sometimes betrays you
3: well i'm glad you brought that up because speaking of antonio brown trying to get him on a turf field and us talking about careers ending with injuries Huh. Well, did you know that artificial turf on football fields are causing 32 percent more non-contact knee injuries? Well, American Grass Seed Company Pennington is and they're on a mission to ban turf fields with their hashtag Flip the Turf movement. So go to Pennington dot com slash Flip the Turf now to learn more and sign the petition for teams to hashtag flip the turf to real grass, all right? Uh, We're going to get an update from our guy, Mr. Finley, and then we'll come back and talk some more sports.
4: Yeah, Lavar and Jeff, the Nuggets won Game One of the NBA Finals on their turf with a 104-93 win. And a lot of that was due to Nicole Jokic, had a triple-double, his teammate, Jamal Murray had 26 points. So you think about what Jokic or Jokic, I should say, and Murray did a combined 53 points in this game. That was more than 50 percent of the points that Denver scored. By the way, game two, of course, is on Sunday, and there is hope that Miami might get Tyler Hero back. He's been dealing with an injury. Injury to his right hand. The team is hoping that he'll be ready in time for that one. Meanwhile, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver spoke before Game 1 of the NBA Finals and talked to the media, giving an update on when we're going to know the punishment for John Morant of the Grizzlies after he was caught a second time on a social media video wielding a gun. And Silver said that after the NBA Finals, they will have that final determination on what that is going to be as far as a punishment for Morant, and that will be made public but that let's get it back to quite the impressive one-two game here
3: huh it's lavar angton jeff Schwartz. hey thank you ryan Fren- uh, Oh, ryan finley or I, I, ryan i love brian? i
2: love the 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 uh, brian. the word choices the adjectives that brian is always bringing um
3: why did i call him ryan
2: lavar how bad does the john moran thing have to be where they have to wait till after the finals to announce it
3: uh i don't know I, 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 I would assume and anticipate that it's going to be, it's going to be a tough one. That's they're going to have to they're going to have to drop the hammer on him. I would assume, you know. So,
2: but I think the way that Silver said it yesterday it seems like it's going to be, yeah they drop the hammer. But there's going to be like worse details
3: that come out. Oh, I'm I'm sure, I'm yeah. sure. I mean that, I'm I'm sure. And, and there's no way around it, probably because it's all taking place on social media. So, I know, man, like, yeah. come
2: on, dude, just you, you, gotta, you, you gotta just stop social media, man. Come well, on, ruin you, your career, man.
3: If you take more time off the social media, you can get to plays. And where you make the progressive plays of, of the day. So now it's time for our progressive play of the day. Progressive is making things even easier. They will help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE.
4: Guarded by Nikola Jokic, he gets to the dotted line, jump shot, no good, rebound Joker, and there's a triple-double from Nikola Jokic, the second player in NBA history to debut in the NBA Finals with a triple-double. Jason Kidd, the only other one to do that.
3: And that's Altitude Radio Network, that was Nikola jokic gets his triple double in the finals debut in the fourth quarter. Uh so let's talk DeAndre Hopkins. I, I know we just hit a basketball play of the day, but let's talk DeAndre Hopkins. He's the biggest name brand uh free agent that's out there on the market right now. I'm I'm curious as to how you see things playing out with him and where his possible yeah. destination would be.
2: Yeah, it's a, it's a it's gonna be a fun kind of story to follow right um he so Odell Beckham got a 15 million dollar deal from the Baltimore Ravens and that is what DeAndre hoppins is going to ask for and I understand him doing that and I think he should ask for that um but it seems clear that teams didn't want to pay him as much money as he wants right because otherwise the Cardinals would have traded him and we know that the bills and the Chiefs called over there, but right now the Chiefs and Bills have no cap space. So now yeah, they can certainly create the cap space to to sign Deirdre Hopkins. But the Chiefs just signed Donovan Smith, a left tackle who started 124 games for for, out, Penn State. The, for the for Bucks, um, and he. Wasn't great last year, but he has been good in his career. He was injured last season, and, mm-hmm. and I, I think the Chiefs expect him to play better. But they signed a legitimate left tackle, a, a, a position in the NFL that is highly coveted, that is highly paid for a base salary of four million dollars. Okay, he'd be he'd be the cheapest starting left tackle in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, if DeAndre Hopkins wants to make that type of money and decision to play for the Bills and Chiefs. He he can do that. They'll pay him a small base salary, high incentives, and he could be on on those two teams. But is he going to want to take less money to try to win? Most players say they do and end up not doing that, right? Because someone offers them a ton of money and they take the money every time. I don't blame any athlete for ever doing that. So look around the NFL at, I think, some teams that that might want to pay him that money. I come back to the Chargers. Um, The Chargers did add Quinn Johnson in the draft. Um, but with Kellen Moore now, they're going to be a three wide receiver team. They're going to be a team that passes the ball a ton. They have a a, a quarterback and Justin Herbert with a rocket arm, and I just feel like adding DeAndre Hopkins, who can, uh, who's not going to burst down field like he did in the past, but is an excellent route runner, who's going to catch every ball that comes to him. I feel like that's a good fit for what Hopkins should be in the NFL where the chargers want to do. They could probably pay him, right? Like the chiefs and the, the chiefs and, and bills aren't going to overpay for Hopkins. He's not going to go there if, unless he wants to take far less money. I,
3: I think he has to. And I love the, the chargers, uh, uh, discussion point. I, I brought up the chargers yesterday, uh, as well. I think that that would be an amazing landing place for, for Deandre Hopkins and for the, the LA chargers, uh, I, I I think when when you look at what DeAndre Hopkins' situation is, I would be willing to to bet he wants to end off on a very high note. Now, keep in mind, he may be asking for a certain amount of money, but in the end, does it matter to get onto a roster and a roster where you can have the level of success, where you can be remembered for having – a career yeah. that, that, you know what, was brilliant early on, um, had a little rocky spots to where we're at right now, but but if he could finish out strong um, or at least have a strong showing, maybe get to a Super Bowl, win a Super Bowl, be a reason why the team was competitive, he could really solidify uh, his career that way, Jeff. And yeah. And so to me, when you get released, like they released him. So he gets the money that's owed to him. So he's going to get a healthy amount of money. He's going to get paid as if he was playing for the Arizona Cardinals yeah. this year, whether he plays a down of football or yep. not. And did, so, did you, a, did you win a Super Bowl? I did not. Okay. I missed the Super Bowl by one year in New York. So
2: I did not win Super rule either. Yeah. Um, and I think for older players like us that, that are done playing, we understand – what a Super Bowl title would have meant for us, right? We didn't get one. Um, now, my brother got one, so I've seen what it, what it has meant to him and to his life. And, and I think when you're retired, you, you see all that. When you're playing, I don't think at times you understand what a title means for your legacy. Hmm. And your point about kind of going somewhere for Hopkins to a chance to win a championship, what that would mean for his life and for his legacy, it's hard as a current player to get that, I think it's very easy for us to say that, right? Like yeah, sure. we understand that we didn't sure. win one. Yeah. Um, but yes, going to Kansas City for less money and winning a championship would do far more for his life than taking a ton of money. I saw yesterday he's talking to the Texans, like yeah. than taking a ton of money and going and playing for the for the Texans. But mm-hmm. as a as a current player, I think it's really hard to understand that because rightfully so, we're so geared toward making the most money as we should, right? Because it's sh- careers are short now. He's the been way we're league. geared up. I think it's his 12th season now. So, like, he, he should get it by now. That Like, hey, like maybe winning a championship is more more important to me than, than outright money I'm getting. Plus, we know this, man. If you win a championship, you get paid more the next year. Teams look at you differently, right? Yeah. And so, um, in year 10 or 11, 12, I would totally chase the ring. I would chase the ring. It's no guarantee you're going to win, obviously. But I, if I were him, man, I'd be chasing situations and rings and not money. Like I mean, like, especially
3: like, in the current situation, right? Yeah, like you got released. You you got a, a hell of a contract, um, probably a hell of a payout. I don't I don't know the details on his payout, but I, I mean, for the moment, for the time being, I would certainly want to go somewhere where I was one appreciated, I was believed in, and and you have a quarterback, <laughs> and you have a good coaching staff, and you have a good good culture at your place, like. I I get to choose. That's the thing that people don't realize about pro players. If you're you're blessed enough to be talented, you don't get to choose. And then when you become a free agent, you still may be chasing the bag. You might have not have got the bag, or you're just in one of those situations where it's time to chase the bag. D-Hop is getting a bag and and he's in a situation where he can actually play with house money and say this i can check off all the boxes that i want to check off and choosing a team just as long as they want to choose me now you price yourself out that becomes a different proposition right we've heard of teams dropping out of the running to to bring them in probably because they don't have the cap space to do it but if i'm d Hop. I would take a serious long hard look at going to a team at a discounted rate because I can go do more damage in in a situation where I go to the place that that has everything that I need in it for me to have success versus going somewhere and and getting more money but probably not checking off uh, or checking off far less boxes so to speak to, yes. to being able to have success so there you go you know. All right. I'm with you on that.
2: I, I yeah. would, at his point in his career, I would take the championship, the stability of, of a winning organization, um, over chasing money.
3: All right, that's Jeff Schwartz. I'm Levar Arrington. This is two pros in a cup of Joe. Jonas Knox and Brady Quinn are out. They are taking some time, much needed time. If you listen to our show, you know. Jonas definitely be needing a little bit of time off so because <laughs> he, he doesn't hard, do man. it. Yeah, he does not do it. So all right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to wrap up the show with some are you in or out on the other side of this break. This is Fox Sports Radio.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated
4: card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome back in the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. It's Jeff Swartz. I'm LaVar Arrington. If you missed anything, that's okay. We have a podcast, so make sure you go check it out. Wherever it is that you get your podcast from, you'll be able to hear this show. All right. Um, And today is brought to you, well, this segment is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. This is really
1: big news. Two pros in a cup of Joe want you to know. If they're in. Yeah, please. Or if they're out.
3: All right, Lee, make them good, man. Come on, man. Let's end out the weekend strong.
5: Guys, I was just talking to uh, Brian Fenley during the break, and he was getting me pumped up for the French Open. Today we're going to be seeing Novak Jokovic and
3: Carlos... Is it Alcaraz? 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 I mean, didn't you say you was excited and pumped up for it? Yeah. Now,
5: but now that I'm reading it, I, I'm not. I don't, don't know if, you that, you if I, know I know got a misspelling or I just name? don't know this. Anyways, I'm excited for this next generation of uh, of the, men's tennis stars. Obviously, we also got like Coco Golf on the women's side. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, you guys in or
2: out on the French Open this year? I'm out. Until you mentioned it, I didn't know it was existed. Yeah. I'm what? Out. Dude, I I cover college sports full time in the NFL full-time, and I'm a basketball and baseball fan. I don't have time in my life for tennis or for, or for Premier League. Golf I majors, cricket. sure. I, I, I give me a golf major on Saturday and Sunday. I just don't have time. I don't have time to add more sports to my life.
3: Hmm. Yeah, I agree. I used to be into tennis for, at one point in my life, but then that kind of went away.
2: Probably when you had less less responsibilities in life, when you had more time to watch.
3: Uh, that was a, that was an inside joke, Jeff. But yeah, you know, uh, just Google it. Uh, I used to like tennis, and now I'm not really a spectator of it too much. <laughs> oh, spectator! I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Let's go. Well, uh, seeing what you guys
5: had just said about uh, adding new sports into your life, I, I imagine what what's going to happen with this one. We had talked about. The Arena Football League, AFL, I was uh, actually looking I did, into... Uh, us- I,
2: did, I did Google, LeVar, okay. Oh, okay, yeah. oh, okay, all right. There we go. okay. All, right. Yeah. all right. Fair enough. All right.
5: So from one AFL to another <laughs> AFL, I was actually uh, looking into Australian Football League. You guys, what's your take on rugby, Australian football? You guys like either I of those? I love
3: rugby. I love Aussie Rules football. I just don't watch it.
2: Um. Yeah, I mean, it, it's... Uh, I'm, fine i don't have no opinion on it I just again I, I i'm not watching if, if it's like a summer and I, i'm on the radio and it's on like television i turn to the tv and it's i'll put it on i guess that's but like, correct i'm not sitting in front of the tv and watching um
3: I'm not getting myself prepared to watch Ozzy, correct? Or or rugby? That's a good way to put it. Yes. Yes. But if it was on, like uh, if I was waiting to see something, or the movie I was watching was letting me down in some way, somehow, I clicked out of the movie, and it went to Ozzy Rules or or to rugby. I would watch it. So I'll say I'm I'm out. <laughs> I thought I was in, but I'm out. I'm out. Get your fix of. Physical contact. I'm there with you yeah, guys. I guess a little bit,
5: guys. It's National Donut Day. You guys in or out on donuts?
3: I'm in.
2: Who? Wait. Who? Who's out on
3: donuts?
5: What yeah, kind of human? In. I
3: don't want to be friends with that human. My stomach started burning when you said donuts.
2: I saw. I mean, I'm not eating a lot of them, but like I will have a donut what's, every now. What's and then. your favorite donut?
3: oh man you know there's so many boutique donut shops these days yeah, I know, right? so I, I used to go with with crispy cream like you can never go wrong with Correct. lights on Krispy Kreme. that's Correct. the fat boy that's the old fat boy in me talking right but if you get one of those old school cake batter oh you mentioned donuts, the cake
2: donuts yes! come on man like the chocolate cake donut from my like Dunkin Donuts. Come on, sponsor, man. Sponsor, I, sponsor, sponsor, I think
3: anywhere show. you get a <laughs> an old-fashioned cake batter donut, that is a win. You got to work hard to yeah. mess that up.
2: Luvar, you mentioned kind of the specialty donut places. I actually think that's too much. Like, huh. I don't I don't need a donut with like weird toppings on it. Give me the give me a, a Krispy Kreme glazed that's donut fair. hot, hot. And, and then also, as you mentioned, like kind of the original with like, the cake donut. Like I'm I don't need a fancy donut. I, there's places here in town in Charlotte that like you know we can order from and it has all these weird top no 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 no, no. Yeah, just, like, give me the, just give me
3: the original, <laughs> yeah. man. I'm you in. Can get Fruit Loops, like the one I went to. My God, the donut, man! You could get Fruit Loops and all kinds of stuff. But I, I will say this: I always search for that cake batter, and if it has some icing on it, I can do it. But if it if it's just a regular like coffee dunking cake batter, old fashioned donut, you you you've won with me. Yes, that's a sign win. me
2: up for that. Yes, yeah. agreed.
3: Yeah, okay, Lee.
5: Guys, I mentioned to you I'm going to see a double feature today. First one being Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse.
3: You guys into this? I'm in. I'm in on that one.
2: Um, I'll take my son probably at some point. I'm not like in myself, but I'll yeah. take him to it.
3: I'm in. I'm into to that type of stuff. So enjoy good. it. Thank enjoy, you very much. Enjoy your weekend, Jeff. Great job. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. Enjoy take your care, weekend. Bro. This is two pros in a cup of Joe.
1: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.